this week on the Time Bat Show. Do you ever meet someone like that where they'll just like tell you lies, but they'll be so outrageous that it's too embarrassing for both of you for you to, yes, have to yes. bring it and up? And you're like, I should say something, but. Welcome to the Time Bat Show, episode number 100 and something. I don't even know anymore because everything's terrible. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Time Aces. I'm your other host, Bat Snacks. Uh, and we have a great show, don't we, today? Bat Snacks. Yeah, we do. It's been a, a week or so it's since been, we yeah, last we, recorded. We skipped last one because we didn't have anything to talk about because the coronavirus is still sweeping the nation and the world. <sighs> so, yeah. How's, how have you been? Uh, no. <laughs> I haven't been good. It's, yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's not great right now. No. It's, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of same. So what are recent events with the coronavirus? How is, uh, how are we doing in, in where you live? Oh, we're doing bad. We're doing, we're doing real bad. Um, so our prediction for May is coming 100% true. Uh, we made this prediction, I want to say, like a month ago. I think we made it, like, right at the beginning of April. And yeah. we both predicted that we're going to just open up shit, come hell or high water, by... One of us said by May 15th, and the other one said by May 1st. I don't remember who said what, but we both made the ultimatum that, like, it's happening. They're going to open stuff up no matter what. Like, even if the virus is still raging. Um... And that is coming true in many states right now. Uh, in Texas, it is tomorrow. In Florida, it is on Monday. In California, I believe it's happening tomorrow. Um, in a handful of other states, uh, it's also happening. Um, so, yeah. We're doing it. Um. <laughs> I mean, we knew this was going to happen. I feel like I've brought this up to people I know and trust very often like the fact that like i've talked with with you about this in confidence a lot like i think they're just gonna fucking open it back up and you're like yeah i think so too and i've brought this up to multiple people that i know over the past month and a half and everyone's like no 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 yeah it'll be fine we'll be fine that that would be stupid <laughs> yeah like they would never do that that's so dumb but like i don't know i don't think we were accounting for human stupidity in this equation and you gotta account for that in yeah. the government, especially because people want to be free, and they want to go out and do things. And <laughs> there's been enough pushback already that the government's buckling really easily, and they're like, "Well, okay, all these people say they want to go back out, so I guess we'll do it." And there we are. Here we are. <laughs> and if there wasn't an, an official reopening, I. Part of our original prediction was even if there's no like official mm -hmm. like you you have our blessing to reopen, mm -hmm. people would just do it anyway in May. And like, that has already happened in Texas. Like they, I think part of the reason they are reopening is because people aren't doing it anymore. Like they're yeah. they're stopping because like they had parks closed and stuff like that. And I went to the one of the parks recently that like wasn't closed, but the the law was that like okay, this park is open, but we're only limiting it to like. 10% capacity and you have to stay like 10 feet away from everyone. I went there once just to see like because I wanted to um, take my dog for a walk. I got a dog by the way. That's other news we can talk Congratulations. About. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and I got there and there was like a bajillion people there. It was like the beaches in Florida in June. You know what I mean? It was just packed to the gills and no one was wearing a mask even though that was the law too. So like people had already decided that like I'm good. I'm, I'm over this. You know what I mean? That was like a week ago. So I think it's forcing the governments just to be like, well, no one is following it, so we're going to just open everything back up. Um, and yeah, I don't know how it is like where you live, but I think that's part of the part of the thing. Is yeah. no one is following it anyway at this point. In People Florida, they had they had closed the beaches. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I heard 
after they closed the beaches, I heard a story about like three kids who went out surfing kind of alone mm-hmm. and they got kind of taken in by police and mm-hmm. questioned. I don't, I don't think they were arrested or anything, but sure. they probably got like $20 tickets. Sure. And I think after that, everybody just started to go. Yeah, because they broke the threshold and they're just like, well, whatever. I'm getting a $20 ticket. I'd rather just go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's it. The beaches are literally the beaches in June in Florida. It's. There's thousands of people there. Yeah, they're all cooped up, and they're and they're going. And I don't want to be like I told you so to everyone in the world, but I told you so. I like I to- I said this was going to happen, and no one was listening to what I had to say because. And here's the issue I have, and uh, the the in, the government has flubbed this badly, but I don't think the democrats side helped in any way like they thought they were helping but they weren't actually helping because and to i'm not saying the people in the medical profession aren't doing a great job they are doing a fantastic job but the people that are imposing the policies are not thinking of society they're thinking of virology which you need to think of virology but you need to also think of okay what is the public willing to put up with and you have to plan on them having a half-life of staying indoors for like a month and a half. What they should have really done is had a team of psychologists and a team of epidemiologists uh, and, you know, all these kinds of scientists that can study not only virus transmission, but like human movement patterns and human psychology and like sociology to figure out okay, what's the maximum amount of time we can tell people to stay home and they're going to do it? Because that is the most important choice that we had to make, and we made it poorly. We made it incorrectly. And here's what I, have, what I mean about that, is we shut down the country a year, uh, a month and a half, I almost said a year and a half, a month and a half ago. And when we shut it down, we didn't have a lot of virus yet. We had a good amount, but we didn't have a lot. And they were trying to preempt it and be like, okay, we're going to get ahead of this and do this. And do-. and it was a great idea. The problem is they didn't predict that after a month and a half, everyone was to be like, well, screw this. This is terrible. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And just everyone reopen. And the problem we're going to have now is once we all reopen, we're going to have way more people going out in the world than we would have if we just waited until it peaked and got worse and then closed everything down. Because people aren't afraid of the virus anymore. And we're in for a very rude awakening when they go out and realize it's really bad because we've had a month and a half where nothing happened, you know. And if you have that one month and a half time of we can get people to stay home for a month and a half, but that's about it. You really need to plan when to impose that because if you do it too early, you've wasted it. And then you can't impose it when you need it, which is right now. And if you do it too late, then the virus already kills a bunch of people. You know what I mean? Like you got to be strategic about it. And we were not strategic about it at all. And I don't think anyone really thought of that. Um, and it's a terrible thing to th- to say, and it's a very counterintuitive thought, but I think you have to think of stupidity and human nature and, like, people are going to only be able to put up with it for that this amount of time, and you have to account for that in planning these kinds of things, and we didn't account for that at all. Yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't – I maybe even wouldn't call it stupidity because <clears throat> I think the way the – like the the median person looks at the viruses, it probably won't hurt me. It'll hurt people weaker than me. Correct. Like I have I have nothing to lose by getting it and, and going just, outside and living my life. And after a month and a half, they're like, I haven't gotten this, and I don't know anyone that hasn't been hurt by it. So why am I listening to this? This is stupid. And they'll just go out, yeah. and they're just reasoning in themselves, and they're not following medical advice because the medical advice they've gotten over the past month and a half hasn't done like it hasn't they don't see any improvement in their life by doing it so they're they're tired of it and they're wrong obviously because the virus is dangerous but you have to think of these things how people are going to react to things and no one is thinking about that like it doesn't seem like anyone that one in the government was thinking about those implications and we've we've shot ourselves in the foot because we've imposed the quarantine for a month and a half, and now we're at the point where we need it more than we've ever needed it. Like I would have preferred to not have it and start it later than what we've had because we need it more than we've ever needed it right now. And this is the time we've chosen to reopen because people are tired of it, you know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know anything, but I think what would have helped a lot is if you gave people a month to prepare mm-hmm. for for a yeah. 
month and a half or even like a 90 day quarantine. I think if you give people like a month to prepare, I think you can maybe you, keep them inside for 90 days. I think if you give them a, a month to prepare and if you give them a timeline of like yeah. this is going to last month and a half or however long it or th- two months or whatever. They can yeah. if they expect it, it's okay. The problem is every week they're like, "Oh, it's going to last another 2 weeks. It's going to last another 2 weeks." And at the point at you know, the month and a half mark, they're like, they just keep saying it's going to last another 2 weeks and nothing has happened, so I'm just going to go outside now and that's what people yeah. are doing. And no one that's planning is thinking about how people are reacting to it. And I'm not blaming the people. I mean, I am, but I'm more blaming the people in power because they're being stupid and not thinking that humans like they're when you cage a dog he's gonna try to escape you know what i mean like you gotta think about that like it's not something that you can't just assume everyone's gonna do the right thing forever it just doesn't work like that so i think we've really shot ourselves in the foot at this point um yeah i mean doing the right thing for me is doing what will benefit me that's directly. Most, that's most people, and I what, don't. I don't think about the <laughs> the greater good, and nobody does. And yeah, quite frankly, you really should. Like the average person has no reason to think about the greater good, and shouldn't yeah. really think about the greater good. That's that's the that's the government's responsibility to like think about that. You know, that's their responsibility, and they're not thinking. They're thinking about it in like in one or two variables. They're not. They're not looking at the whole picture, and they're not seeing that hey, people are going to get fed up and just not do this anymore, and that's going to actually be worse, because when we need quarantine most of all, we're going to drop it, basically. Um, so so yeah. we're going to reopen. So we're reopening. And, and let's make another prediction real quick. I Give it, because, um, you know, it takes like a week or so for, for the virus to appear in a person, so you don't know if you have it mm-hmm. for at least a week after you get it. So I think maybe four weeks from now, maybe maybe June, right? Mm-hmm. June first, I'll yeah. say. I think we're gonna be like, whoa, <laughs> this is bad. Like, oh my god. Yeah, we made a mistake <laughs> opening up again, didn't we? Yeah. I think there's gonna be a whoa moment. Like, oh no. Yeah, but at that point, they're gonna try to re-quarantine, and I think it might be too late for people to like accept it. Yeah. So, maybe not. Maybe like, maybe this. It might be bad. It might be bad enough that you know people accept it. But I don't. Maybe it'll be like the regular flu. Maybe the summer will take some something out of it. Or I'm hope I hope I'm wrong, and reopening is not going to completely screw us. But I do think it is, and I think the reason we're reopening that it's screwing us is because we've just made so many bad choices with this quarantine, like by closing everything down so early on that strategy only works if you're doing that to buy yourselves time for when you eventually reopen and like oh we have all this testing and tracing and drugs and vaccines and stuff yeah by the time we reopen so when we do even though a lot of people are going to get sick we have we're ready to treat them but like we didn't do any of that stuff so we're basically we just basically played the waiting game for a month and a half people got tired of getting quarantined and they're like let's open the gates up again now that the virus is even worse than it was when we started (laughs) (laughs) that's a great idea anyway i'm just annoyed at everyone right now because i don't know i think people are blaming the wrong people like people are blaming people for wanting to go outside and like yes they're stupid for doing that but like what do you expect like if you have someone if you can expect someone to do something stupid they're going to do something stupid so plan for that don't be like surprised like we told everyone to stay home and oh my god they didn't do it we've our plan is ruined it's not my fault for the bad plan it's their fault for not following it's like no it's your fault because you should have thought that they were going to not do it correctly yeah it is in their best interest to not self-quarantine and hurt themselves in their life so like like, plan around not gonna do it unless they have to or they get a reward for doing exactly so plan around that and make sure you know that people are gonna not want to do it and when you do impose it make it so that like it's an easy thing for them and they, they they have things to expect and they have a timeline and a plan and all that stuff but 
So I, I have a segue, and it, like it might not seem related at first, but I promise this is this might be a good idea. So like a while back, do you know the fast food apps for um, that you get on your phone where you can get like special yeah. deals on sure. fast food? Yeah. So Burger King had an app, and you would enable location services on the app, and they would give you a coupon for a one penny Whopper if you ordered it on the app next to a McDonald's. Next to a McDonald's. Yeah, you'd be next to a McDonald's, and if you like ordered a Whopper there, you'd get it for a penny. You had to like drive up to McDonald's and then yes. order it. Wow, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but t- tons of people did it because you get a reward. Like sure. you get rewarded for right. for like sticking it to McDonald's. It was sure. crazy successful. How about an app where you get extra stimulus if, if you just don't stay at your house? No, that's a good idea. Because then, like, the reason the the quarantine is breaking after a month and a half is because everybody that stays home is getting punished for it. Mm -hmm. And everyone that's going out is getting rewarded for it. Like, doing the right (laughs) thing? Yeah. No, doing the right thing is not a reward. It's It's not a reward. There's no reason to ever do the right thing, ever. (laughs) It really isn't, unless you're rewarded for it. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, no good deed goes unpunished, as they yeah. say. You're not supposed to do it. It's, <laughs> it's tactically stupid to do the right thing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, make a make an app. Call it like the the quarantine king app. Home buddy. Yeah, yeah. Quarantine. Home buddy. I love it. You can have like the bonsai buddy guy from the '90s. He yep. can be the icon. He keeps you company while you're in your home. And the more you and don't travel, the more the more money you get. You get paid minimum wage for every hour you're in your house. How- <laughs> but if you go out, that doesn't count. You're you don't get any money. Yeah, they cut you off every hour you're outside. You don't get paid. It, that's not a lot of money, too. It's not. Like the, the amount of money sick people are going to cost us compared to, like, paying people minimum wage to stay inside, that's, it, there's no, going to be a, good idea. a lot more money spent on fixing sick, pe- sick people You're absolutely right. than just paying people the to stay in their damn house. The is a good idea, but, you know, we, we thought people would just, out of the kindness of their heart, do the right thing. And no, that's... <laughs> When has that ever happened? That's never. never worked in the history of mankind. Ugh. It's just it boggles my mind that people don't ever plan around it. Like, like, like I knew it was going to happen. Like I just knew it. And people were like, no, if we do, if we all stay home and do the right thing, it'll be fine. It's like, when has that ever worked? When has doing the right thing ever worked? Like globally, like let's all just do it together. It's like I can't think of any examples. Um, how about the space program? Like we did it once. Sure, it but was people beautiful. were getting paid for that. You know. Yeah, but they probably could have gotten paid more elsewhere. Maybe, but I know what you mean. Like, yeah, that was competitive too. So like, you're trying to beat somebody. That's like true. An, an enemy. Oh yeah, here's another idea. Let's let's compete with other nations to see who has the most moral <laughs> citizens. <laughs> no, you got to gamify it. You got to gamify totally, it. Yeah, no, that's the only way to do it. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> so anyway, this is going to get worse before it gets better. But uh, we'll yeah. check in next week and we'll see how we're doing. I guess I hope that this like it's fine. I hope we're fine. I hope we're reopening and it's not going to be that bad. And maybe since it's hotter, like it's not going to spread as much. Like I hope I'm wrong. I don't think I am, but I hope I am. No, yeah. I know nothing about viruses, and I know you're wrong. <laughs> that's not that's not gonna be how it goes i was i haven't been able to sleep because i just am cooped up in my house all day and i'm like there's no break from my normal activity Mm -hmm. last night at like 3 a.m i was thinking oh shit it's about to get so bad like we're opening on monday and i was trying to think of stuff that i could do personally to maybe do anything (laughs) no but like I was trying to think of something to do, and I was like, maybe I could buy some crystals and like, pray to a demon lord or something. Who maybe knows? draw a circle in the ground. Yeah. And put here's a fire the other thing. In the middle. Here's the other thing. Once we reopen, the people that don't give a shit are going to get out, go out first, right? Obviously, they're going to be like, I don't care. Like, I wanted to go out already. Like, they're going to be the first to go out, right? Eventually, some people are going to refuse, and they're going to be like, I'm too good of a person. I'm going to stay home. Da, 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 da. Eventually, those people that are too good are going to go out, too, because they see everyone else out, and they're like, well, 
might as well. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, everyone's going to go out. Like, I know I'm going to do it at some point. Maybe I'll hold out for a week. Maybe I'll hold out for two. I'm still going to do it, though. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like it, the right thing to do isn't, like you said, isn't like uh, motivation enough. Yeah. It isn't. It it actually is not stupid to think of yourself first. It's what you should do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the role of the government to think of everyone at the yeah, same time. Yeah. That's how you got to live. It's, and not it just that. is. Yeah. All right. Well. That's a fun topic. Let's talk it about is. something else. Um, I don't want to talk about the coronavirus. I got a dog over the weekend, last weekend. What's your dog's name? Cassie. She's Cassie. three years old. She's That's a black so lab awesome. mix. She's you showed sweet. me pictures of her. She seems like such a happy, awesome dog. She is very happy. She's very affectionate, and I love her very much already. <laughs> uh, I got, like, I don't know. I feel like I got, like, obsessed with her very quickly, which is bad, but also, I don't know. It's, it is what it is. You know? You, you picked the perfect time to get a dog because she has a period now where you can, like, get to know her really well. Mm-hmm. And she can get used to our house and living with mm-hmm. us and stuff, yeah. Yeah, you don't feel like nervous being alone while you're at work or whatever because yeah, you're home. Because I'm at home, and I, I can we can like close the door to like show her that she's alone. But like I don't know, it's it's not that bad. Yeah, it, it's a good time. But yeah, that's like the big life thing that's happened to me. So that's kept me more sane than I think I could be without. You know what I mean? Yeah, because some really good comfort for me right now. Dogs um, are always happy, and they're always like, I support you. Yeah, and they have no idea that terrible things are happening in the world right now. So yeah. it's just like, they're just happy to be around, you know. <laughs> it's happy to be here, kind of thing, which is nice. Um, so that's the big so update. Mm-hmm. Is our Black Labs your favorite breed of dog? Because I remember when we were growing up, you had an awesome Black Lab. I did have a Black Lab. So, yeah. um, I mean, maybe de facto, yes. We didn't, like... So when I was growing up, I had a black lab that I loved. His name was Riley, and he was really big. And yeah, he was bigger than Cassie. Silly, and yeah, he was like ninety pounds. He was huge, but he was great, and I loved him. Da 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 da. I love all dogs, though. Like no matter the breed, except like I'm not super fond of like toy size dogs. But generally, I like I love all dogs. Um, this time, we were looking for a dog that was like lazy, but also like 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 they could be lazy but they can also be like like um act, active or whatever um mm-hmm. and we were looking at a few and we just came across her and she seemed to like mirror your energy level if that makes sense yeah like when you're kind of chilling out she's chilling and when you're like doing things she wants to do things so that's just kind of what worked for us it just happened to be a black lab like i wasn't looking for one specifically but yeah so I guess they're my favorite breed. I don't know. They're just they're good. They're good dogs. I like them. Yeah, they are. So, yeah, dogs are are good. Everything else is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of true, right? Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's true. You had a dog growing up. I remember your dog. Yeah, I had a Jack Russell. It was a little dog, but those dogs are. They make up for their size with personality. <laughs> they do. They think they're like really big dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I loved your dog though. Um, but yeah, yeah my parents know. actually. My parents have a Jack Russell now. I don't know. Do if they really? Met, yeah. I don't know, I don't know if you've the the the, the dog's name is R two for R two D two. Oh, that's an awesome name for a dog. <laughs> yeah. She's actually really cool. She's way cooler than my dog growing up. My dog growing up was kind of, I don't know, she, I really liked her, but she had like, I don't know, attitude issues issues sometimes. Snowy, right? Yeah, Snowy. Yeah. I liked Snowy, but I probably didn't know her attitude issues because I wasn't there during those times, but yeah, yeah, that's cool. So your R2 is better, is a more cooperative dog, I guess. R2 is, I mean, she's crazy. I think all... All Jack Russells are. All Jack Russells. <laughs> she's totally crazy, to but degree. she's really cool. That's and she's cool. nice. She never, like, gets mad at anyone. That's such a good name for a dog, too. R2. <laughs> yeah. um, so, dogs, yeah. It's a nice topic, because I like dogs. Um, but, yeah, I like my dog a lot. She's sweet. I don't know where she is right now. I think she's with my wife. Hanging out. Um, other big news this week. And this is kind of flying under the radar, but... 
I think it's very important, is the Pentagon officially released the uh, Nimitz carrier uh, UFO tapes from 2004, um, which they were leaked like two years ago by somebody. And people were like, people have been talking about whether or not they're the real videos or fake or whatever. Um, But the Pentagon this week released them officially. And they've already been released, but they like released them through their official channels or whatever, like they declassified them or whatever. Mm -hmm. Which means that they're real videos. Doesn't mean that, you know, it's an alien or whatever, but they're real videos. Of real UFOs. Of real UFOs that the Pentagon has said. Well, on record, they don't know what they are, and they are unidentified. So I think it's the first time in history that the Pentagon has ever confirmed that they have, like, a record of something that they don't know what it is, like an unidentified object. Like, plenty of people that are, like, retired have said that, but, like, the official agency has actually come forward and been like, yup, we don't know what this is. It's an unidentified flying object. So that's cool. Yeah, so I've been following this for a long time. I think in 2008, there was an article in the New York Times where they interviewed the the uh, the wing commander who mm-hmm. is in charge of the squadron that got the video. Yeah. Um, his name's David Fravor, Commander mm-hmm. David Fravor. And mm-hmm. it wasn't him that took the video. It was his wingman, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, like, they were, they were flying together. Flying together, yeah. They saw it with their eyes. And there's a video. And mm-hmm. the cool thing about the video is... Like, it's only a minute long, but you can see they switch between viewing modes on the airplane. Like, mm-hmm. they go from infrared to a different mode. And mm-hmm. back again. When, yeah, and when you see the video, there's one of the modes they go into is infrared, which shows, like, jet plumes mm-hmm. very clearly for normal aircraft. This this one has no Plump. heat coming off of it at all. So it was just, it was just hovering, basically. So it's just... I... I some kind of propulsion system that no one understands. <laughs> I didn't realize that, which is kind of crazy. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's totally crazy. Yeah, there's no, like, and it's not a helicopter, too. There's no rotor on it. Because we would see that in the infrared yeah. as well. So here you have an object that doesn't use a propeller and does not use, you know, Heat. ignition yeah. to, to propel itself through the air. And I, I don't personally know of any other way to fly something through the air i think there was a report they released released like the reports too and there's one that says like as they were looking at the object it like flew away and they didn't know where it went and it like appeared on the carrier ship's radar like their aircraft carrier like three miles away like at three seconds later so it went like really fast they don't know if it's the hundred percent the same object but it, it had the same signature yeah, the radar data is uh, the radar data is still classified, but mm-hmm. there are like firsthand reports that it it did do that. And yeah. part part of the video is it moving. Yeah, really fast. It's yeah. the very end. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just exciting. Like I got really excited. I shared it with some coworkers, and they were like, "I don't care about this. This doesn't matter." But like, I think it would be a bigger deal if we weren't going through the coronavirus right now. But I think they like dropped it because. Since it leaked, they have to. They probably felt like they're going to have to release it at some point anyway because it's Freedom mm-hmm. of Information Act or whatever. You know, like yeah. people are probably putting in requests for this all the time, and so the Pentagon's probably like, "We're going to have to release this at some point, so we might as well do it during the coronavirus while while no one is paying attention to it." <laughs> you know, and I think that's what they did. I think they strategically did that. They're like, people aren't going to care right now, so we're going to drop it right now. Boop. You know? Yeah. You think they've had their finger on that button for like a while, and they're like, no, not yet, not yet. Okay, right now. They were probably waiting for some big news to happen, and they're like, and the coronavirus hit, and they're like, this is a good time. They're like, let's just wait. And then Kim Jong-un died, and they're like, coronavirus plus Kim Jong-un, drop it down. Drop it today. Drop it today. It happened the same day. Like, that they confirmed that Kim Jong-un died. So they're like, yes, it'll be lost in the shuffle. Drop it now. And they did. Did he really die? Are we sure about that? No, we're not sure. But, like, there was a... Like, the the, the day that China got the report back that, like, they like somebody in the Chinese 
news agency said that he died is oh, the day right, that the yeah. Pentagon dropped the alien footage or the alien footage. So the sorry, the UFO footage. So they did it to because it would be lost in the shuffle. Which it is getting lost in the shuffle. I don't really see a lot of people talking about it. But I'm talking about it because I think it's important. And, yeah. you know, if the, the the only thing that could trump the coronavirus as biggest news of 2020 is if we find proof of alien life, in my opinion. So <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's not proof of aliens, right? No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm not saying that. But, uh, but if we were to somehow prove yeah. aliens exist. That's... Um, that's close to aliens, though, because I mean, the fact that no one can explain what it is, like that's embarrassing for the Pentagon. That yeah, makes I'm, us look bad. I'm not bad. saying this is aliens. Like, yeah. there's probably a low. There's probably like a ten percent chance it's aliens. I hope it's aliens, but um, the fact that they don't know what it is and it's unexplained and it's very, it's very interesting. Like, it's ve- it's the one of the closest proofs we have of. The uh, to say, oh, aliens might be. Yeah, that could be an alien. Yeah, and part of the report is that there wasn't just the one craft. That was the only one they caught on video. Like, right. there was like for one. for two weeks, they were like every day. Yeah, and then they're mysteriously gone. So I don't know. It's probably not aliens, but I am excited at the possibility that it could be aliens. So I think it's aliens. <laughs> I want it to be aliens so much. I, want I don't actually more. think it's aliens. I don't like, either, but I want it to be. Don't you want it to be aliens? I want it like, to be aliens so bad, and that's too. why I'm really careful about no, I, getting I don't my expectations. Get my yeah. you know? No, no, I'm the same. Like, I want it to be. I don't think it is, but I want it to be. Like, I'm just waiting, like, every day. Like, maybe there'll be a new one today that co- corroborates it more and, like, proves that it's definitely aliens. Like, but it's not going to happen. But, you know, just got to keep an open mind. That's what happens when you get your expectations, like, hurt over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, a while ago, I was a member of MUFON for, like, five years, mm-hmm. and I got their weekly newsletter, and I would, like, read it, and there'd be all these alien reports in it, and I'd get my hopes up. And, and then nothing. None of them are true. Yeah. So, you just got to lower your expectations. So, now I... So now when I see something that's like, oh, wow, that that could be aliens. I'm secretly telling myself, like, don't get your expectations. It's not aliens. Like, it's not aliens. You'll, like, you'll but it could be aliens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. Speaking of aliens, kind of, you've been playing the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes. I don't know why that's a segue, but I'm bringing it up anyway. Uh, yeah. So I just beat it yesterday, the, whole, the game. And you started a couple days ago. Yes, I'm already 20 hours in two days wow, later. That's impressive. Yeah. So what part of the game are you on? I mean, I we can just, spoil Final Fantasy VII in broad strokes because it's a 20-year-old video game. Yeah. I'm at Walmart right now. Okay. I yeah. just got here. So mm-hmm. um, I will comment on my experience with Final Fantasy VII Please so do. far. Please do. Up until, like, sort of recently playing the game, I thought it was a really amazing game. Like, such a beautiful, well-made, deep game. It's a very pretty game. And then I got to Eris' hometown, Mm -hmm. and I think something happened when they started working on that. I don't know a lot about game design, but I wanted to text you this. Like, mm-hmm. does it feel like there's a certain point in that game where they went from thinking they were going to release a full game to like a piece of one? Yeah, it definitely feels like that. And it feels like that right when you get to Eris's place, because like you, you do sign quests before that, but when you get there, it's like, it feels like, all right, pump the brakes we need to make this longer because it's only going to be, you know, part of a smaller story or whatever. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They probably, I mean, it, it's possible that they went into it thinking it would be the whole thing. And then at some point along the way, they're like, wow, we've done so much work for the first, like, one hour of the original game that we need to, like, stop and make this smaller and in order to do that we need to like add extra stuff in between to like make the experience bigger without having to like make new art assets and stuff you know yeah like i really love it so far especially 
those first. It took me like twelve-ish hours to get to Eris's hometown. Uh-huh. I really enjoyed the first part of that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've not played a. I don't. Would you call this a AAA game? I've not oh, played. Yeah, absolutely, a tri- absolutely. I've not played a AAA game probably in like ten years. Yeah. So, <laughs> I didn't know video games looked like this now, kind of. Yeah. So it's like part of it could be. Uh, wow factor but I mean it's a good game so maybe that's it's hard to say but you're 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 still enjoying it though right yeah I'm really enjoying it I'm like obsessed with it good I mean it's a good game my biggest complaint is the ghosts and the amount of dialogue <laughs> there's a lot of dialogue <laughs> yeah it's a little too much for me I think yeah, it's like more than Fallout amounts of dialogue. Like, you walk down the street and a hundred people are talking, and they're all, like, different voices. <laughs> yeah. And then when you talk to Eris or Tifa, it's like a 20-minute conversation. Like, and you're like, oh, wow. Oh, here we go. <laughs> There's a, a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't know. Sometimes I don't mind it. Other times I'm like, can we just get on with the story or whatever? But huh. I don't mind it if it's a character that I like talking. Like, I like Cloud, Tifa, and Barrett. Those are... Yeah. Those are my childhood friends. Sure. I, they can talk as much as they want, but sure. I don't care about Eris. And right. And other, she if talks other a lot. people talk like a lot, it's like, okay, shut up. I don't care about you. You're going to get to this guy in the Walmart that talks a shit ton and he's going to annoy the hell out of you, probably. I mean, maybe you'll love him. I don't know. Let me know when you get there. You'll know. You'll know when you get there. <laughs> yeah. I hated him at first and then I grew to love him and then I hated him again. So <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. But it's a it's a good game. The ending is really weird. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it ends. Do you know when it ends? No. Oh, you don't. Yeah. So don't tell me. I've tell I've you. avoided everything online. Can you? You but you know it's not the whole game, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. When do you think it ends? I would guess that it ends right when you get to the world map in the original game. Okay. I'm not gonna say, but yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a very exciting place to end on. That I will say, yeah, that's true. I will say what they do is they end it at a place that wasn't exciting in the original game, but they make it exciting in this game. That's good. Um, I think they overdo it a little bit. <laughs> but you'll see. Okay. You'll get there. I'm very interested to, to see what you have to say about the ending. And also... You've seen the ghosts and stuff, right? Yeah. I hate the ghosts so much. Like, they, what, the first time they showed up, I audibly groaned to myself. I was like, oh my god, this is so stupid. <laughs> like, I just don't get them. I don't understand what they're there for. They you represent goat. Like, l- that's what they are. They're ghosts. I know, but they weren't in the original game. I don't no, think they, they really add a lot to the new game and there's a lot of them there's <laughs> they're all over the place <laughs> they're everywhere i think they're being way too heavy-handed with the ghosts like the first time i, I saw them the first scene they appear i knew i knew instantly what they were i was like oh those are the souls of the dead they're mad they're being burned for energy in the city like sure i get it that's cool but then there's like they have tornadoes of ghosts <laughs> and there was a ghost tornado. There really was. No, I know. It's just too much <laughs> stuff. Like, if it was more subtle, it would have been fine. Yeah. But they, like, put it on so much. And they, like, they have like, these scenes from the original game. And you're like, oh, I love this scene. This is so good. I can't wait to see this in HD and awesome graphics. Oh, the ghosts are coming. Damn it. I, don't, I didn't want to see this with the ghosts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, remember the first scene you meet Eris with the flower and she gives you the flower? Oh yeah, and I'm I like, cried. oh, this this scene is great, and then the fucking ghosts come and ruin the scene, in my opinion. But whatever, yeah. it's fine. I just don't like the ghosts because they like they get in the way of my memories of the game, of the original game. But yeah, especially when you're in the church and you're trying to escape with Eris, there's ghosts yeah, like that was stupid. everywhere. That was like dumb. just stop it. We understand. <laughs> we I feel need, like we don't need the ghosts. I hate it when. I'm trying to enjoy something, and the person that made it is just, like, shoving this thing in my face and, like, <laughs> winking at me, like, do you see it? Do you, look, do, do you know what, you know what that is, you? are like, I you? got it! I got it! 
Like you can show him in a cutscene and then like leave him out of the game. Like, yeah. like I'll get it. I'm not stupid, you know. Yeah, that's definitely what the ghosts do. Like, I love in the original game. I really love escaping the church because it's like it's short and it's cool, and you're like on the rafters and stuff, and it's like do do do, and you do that in the in the remake, and I'm like, this is cool. And then the ghosts are there. I'm like, I don't. This is ruining this part of the game for me. All the ghosts. That's my like my biggest number one complaint with Final Fantasy VII Remake is the fucking ghosts. I just hate the ghosts. My biggest complaint with it so far, and it's like it didn't ruin it for me or anything. I really love this game, but Eris's town is ninety percent children, and yeah. every single one of those children is voiced by an adult who is doing an impression of a child's voice. <laughs> that is true. And it was it's driving me. Every time a kid would appear on screen, I took my headphones off. Was, <laughs> You're like, I can't do this. I was like, I don't want to hear this person's impression <laughs> of a child. kid's voice. Because I mean, I understand like a kid can't work as a voice actor, and like, like yeah. that's hard to do. It's easier to just have someone who's a experienced voice actor do a voice for you but but since there's like a thousand kids like it's they're all really bad yeah i'm not in love with the voice acting in the game honestly the per the the character i thought would I, I would have the most issue with is actually my favorite uh like barrett i thought i would hate but i love him in the new game like i love him like so much me too because he's like He's the most obvious evolution of the original Final Fantasy character to me. Like, Cloud is like, I feel like he's a little edgier in this game and a little less goofy. I mean, he's still the same, but he's a little, you know what I mean? He's a little edgier. It feels like he's a little edgier in this one. Yeah. Era seems a little more, like, flirty, I guess. Like, yeah. she's, she's similar. She's similar. Tifa seems a little more damsel in distress in this game. Than mm-hmm. the original, like she's still a badass, but she seems a little more damsel in distress. Barrett is like exactly like obviously has completely new lines in this game, but like he's like a one to one personality is the exact like he's exactly what I imagine Barrett to be. Yeah, same. Mean? Which is really cool, um, and he's super over the top and dumb, but like it works in the context of Barrett. You know, like it just. They go with it, and they just stick with it the whole game. And at first, it's like, wow, this guy's really over the top, and this is a little crazy. But you keep playing, and you're like, no, this is this is how he is. Like, it's fine, you know? It's, yeah. It's him. I had replayed the original Final Fantasy VII last year, and in that most recent playthrough, Barrett was by far my favorite character. He wasn't my favorite character as a kid, but... Playing it as an adult, Barrett was my favorite. He's, he's like the most human character. Yeah, he's human. He has a big personality, and he's definitely flawed. Yeah. Uh, but he like has good intentions and stuff, and I think that comes through in the remake really well. Yeah, uh, and I he, think that's cool. He feels like really scary in this game. Like when yeah. you hear him talk, it's like wow. Don't, like like I, don't mess with him. This exists in the real world. It's like people that have good intentions that do really horrible things. Mm-hmm. On but you can't help but feel like, you know, like, oh, I love you, Barrett. You're cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I just look really like Barrett. I'm not in love with Eris in this game. But Eris is Belle from Beauty and the Beast. They're the same. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Yeah. Cloud, I like. Tifa, I like. Barrett is where it's at, for sure. Um, yeah. But it is what it is. I don't like Sephiroth at all um i like the turks i like what they've done with the turks a lot yeah they're cool reno Reno and rude are cool they're very similar to their personalities in the original um most of like the shinra shinra like executives i like too i don't know if you've seen a lot of them yet but i haven't seen many of them yet i just probably seen heidegger uh is that the big general guy yeah yeah i've seen him I just fought Rude last night, and mm-hmm. after the first phase of his, it's a hard you know, fight. yeah, after after the first boss phase, you like break his glasses, and he mm-hmm. takes out a new pair from his coat. Yeah. Like, of course he would do that. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, Rude is cool. 
Groot is really cool. Reno's cool too, but yeah, they're both cool. Um, but yeah, so Final Fantasy VII remix. So you're like, you're at Eris's town. You're probably like a quarter through, maybe. That's maybe, crazy. Maybe a third. Yeah, you're probably a third. So this is like a 60, 80 hour game. What chapter are you on? Do you remember? I think it's like 11, 12 or something. Okay, so you're probably more than a third. You're probably like 40% through then. It's like a 40 hour game. I, I finished it in like 44. Cool. But you're at, you're at like 20 hours, right? Yeah, 20. So you're like, you're probably a little less than halfway. You're probably like 40%. I just forget because, I don't know. It feels like a lot happens in the upcoming chapters, which it does. But you'll see. You'll see. the. Um, there's a few chapters that I absolutely despise in the game. You'll get to them. <laughs> uh, but it'll be fine. Um I'm interested. You just got to the wall market, right? You haven't. Have you done anything in the wall market yet? Nothing. Okay. I'm not going to say anything then. <laughs> Based on how long it took to get here, I feel that I'm going to be here for a while. You're. <sighs> I don't want to say. So okay. So on the way to the wall market, it takes like five hours to get oh, there. Oh, I know. And in the original, it takes like two minutes. It's like, oh, we're in the wall market. We're done. No, like I kept playing last night and didn't get any sleep because I was like, oh, surely it's just right up here. <laughs> right around the corner. <laughs> surely it's right around the corner. And they have like <laughs> ten different mini games with these arms that come out of the ground. Oh, you don't have to tell me. I hated that part. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> If there is one more hand mini game, I'm throwing this game in the trash. Like, <laughs> I hated those mini games. Oh my god! And there's like they do one, and then you're like, all right, that was stupid, but it's done. And then you go to the next thing, and there's like two more arms, and you're like, god damn it, I don't want to play more arm games. <laughs> and then you have to like move Eris all over the place. And I put her in the wrong place once, and I realized I had to put. A crate right where she was right, right where I dropped her off Yeah. so like I had to move the crate back to where it was, pick up Eris, move her like to the beginning and like start the whole thing over, but the arms take like an hour to swivel <laughs> around <laughs> like the second puzzle took me like an hour to beat even though like it should have taken me like five minutes <laughs> that, that one that one I it, I was like 30 minutes in and I was about to have a breakdown. I had to, I had to go walk around outside for a bit and just cool off because it's like... Yeah. The game just does stupid stuff like that sometimes and it I don't feel... I feel like the people that made it like didn't play that part. Like they made it and they're like, alright, it's done. Put it in the game. And what they really should have had is like some intern be like, hey, play this. And the intern would be like, this is awful. Don't put this in the game. <laughs> but they didn't really do that. So, I don't know. There's only a few of those, but that's definitely one of them. Uh, I hated that arm segment. But you're you're done with it now, and you're in the wall market. Have you met the guy yet? The Chocobo no. guy? Oh, yes, I met Chocobo. Is his name Dan? It feels like it's Sam, Dan. Sam, Chocobo Sam. Okay. Yeah, he has like a southern accent or whatever. Yeah, it's really deep. <laughs> He's like, I'm Chocobo Sam. And you're like, what? <laughs> What are you doing in my part of the <laughs> part of Migar? Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I'm ex I'm glad you're enjoying it. I ex I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it because you're probably gonna like play a shit ton this weekend and maybe even beat it. But I'll probably beat it. Yeah. Do you like the material system? I like the material system. I really like it. Yeah. Do you like the combat system? I really enjoy the combat system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that. You have the option to not do the active battle system. Like I haven't tr like at the beginning of the game, it asks you if you want it to be turn based combat. I like. That oh, option. are you playing on classic? Oh no, I'm playing on normal. Oh, oh okay. I like that option though. It's cool. Well, I've n I haven't tried the turn based option or whatever. Do you so like the combat? Yeah. Uh, are you playing on the action one? Like you hit square to do attacks and shit, and you have yeah. to build the ATB gauge, and then you da 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 da. Yes. Yeah, I like the combat when it works. I don't like flying enemies. I think they ruin the combat system completely. But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. 
there some are the, some yeah some battles are really frustrating but yeah what can you do yeah that's every jrpg so cool well you should tell me how you how it keeps going because i mean the cool thing about it is you if you played the original you know where it's going it's just a matter of like how long does it take me to get there you know what i mean it's like okay i know the train graveyard is coming up at some point but what like eight other things is this game going to make me do before i get to the train get graveyard you know what i mean like you with the wall market right yeah uh like you know it's coming up but like you don't know exactly when and they like they do add a lot of like extra things in between and some of them are like cool and some of them are like oh i just want to get to the wall market or whatever but i don't know you know you know we'll see we'll see you'll see how you feel um i am super looking forward to cloud in 4k drag mm -hmm. yeah that part is pretty good i will say i like that part um they i won't say what they changed but they changed a little bit but it's uh you will i think you'll like it uh, but be prepared to be in the wall market for an excessive amount of time. Like, yes, holy moly, <laughs> you're there. I think I played three days straight just in the wall market. Oof. Like, not out of like, I love the wall market. Like, there's just so many things you have to do in the wall market. Um, some of them are really fun. Some of them are like boring. But I don't know. It's just they they make it really big and long so yeah well it's it's a really pretty place so yeah they probably felt like you know we spent so much yeah. time yeah doing that we we made it so big and awesome so we need to like you need to spend some time here yeah the, only, the, the thing i really hate about the wall market is they changed the music from the original game and i hate the new wall market theme it's so bad yeah, I don't like the new theme. And if I'm going to listen to it for 10 hours... And the old one is so good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know what possessed them to do that. Because they're, if you're going to listen to the same theme for so long, because you're there for so long, give me the good one and play that one over and over. But anyway, I digress. I'm excited for you to play the rest of the game and tell me what you think. So you you met the, the uh, motorcycle man already. Um... Right. Uh, yes, the long-haired soldier guy. Yeah, the crazy guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's just like completely random and like, why are you here? You don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. In the context of the game, but okay. I like how he goes, whoa. <laughs> You're like, what is this? Like, this? They don't like, I don't want to spoil the game, but they don't explain his presence in any way in <laughs> the game. It's just like, okay, that was him. And you're like, okay, we're going to get like a backstory. And they're like, nah. Which, there he is. I actually really like him. Dude, did you see him drive a motorcycle? It's this most uh, stupid, ridiculous thing I've ever I seen. Know. It's really dumb. It just doesn't make any sense. Do you know what it looks like? It looks like a kid playing with a motorcycle toy, going like... <laughs> like if they were like holding it and like making yes. it do tricks with their hands. That's yes. what it would do. And it like defies all the laws of physics, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a kid is playing with a motorcycle toy. That's pretty much exactly what it I really enjoy I really enjoyed him. Yeah, he's pretty goofy. Anyway. Alright. Um let's cut the is there anything else we wanna talk about today? I don't even remember. We were doing a short one anyway. You wanna do like two Reddits and then call it a day? Sure, let's do All it. Right. I have two. Uh but they're not one is good. And I know you have two. Do you have one good one? Mm. No. All right, let me do mine first. Me I have one that kind of segues from Final Fantasy VII. Okay, let's do that one, yeah. So this was posted by Fantastic Mouse. Thanks, Fantastic Thanks, Mouse. Fantastic Mouse. He says, What makes you instantly lose respect for someone? Oh. And I've got a really good one. I have a lot of things that instantly lose respect, but go ahead. What's yours? Um, If you pronounce her name Aerith... <laughs> That's, Instead of Aerith. Yeah, that's it. Why did they change it in the remake to Aerith? It's because of those people that you talk to about Final Fantasy from your childhood, where you'd be like, hey, I see you like Final Fantasy. They're like, oh, yeah. And then you're like, what's your favorite character? And they're like, Aerith. Did you know okay. that that's actually her name? <laughs> okay, but I was looking this up. 
Because yeah. it bothered me. And I was like, why isn't it Eris? So I was looking it up, and there is no S sound in... Or wait, is there no S sound? I think... No, no, no. There's no TH sound in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, they pronounce her name in the Japanese version of the game, like, Eresu. Like, that's how it's pronounced. Like, it's Eresu. But when you, like, transliterate it, like, romanize the kanji letters or whatever, it's Erith with a TH. Like, that's just how they, we've decided to romanize it. But phonetically, it's a lot closer to Eris, which is why they made that change in the original game. But then, like, so, at some point, some fanboys found out that the romanized version is Aerith with the TH, and we're like, I'm going to use that one because it's, like, more Japanese or whatever. And then Kingdom Hearts changed it, and now, here we are, basically. Yeah, it sounds worse. It's not a good... Her name's Aerith. That's that's her name. Yeah. And I pronounce Mako Mako, not Mako, too. That's another thing that bothers me. Yeah, I, that one's more forgiving because that's I mean, like tomato tomato kind of yeah. like maybe but we're a- we're wrong about but that. Eris is just ugh, yeah, I hate it. I hope they don't start call- like when Sid is introduced. I hope they're not like, "Hey, kid, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh God!" Or like, is Yuffie Yuffie or Yuffie? It's better not be Yuffie. I, I, I bet it's gonna be Yuffie. They're gonna be like, "It's Yuffie." Oh, my name's Yuffie. I'm gonna be like, "No." Please, no. Uh, or Kate Sith. I think that's how to pronounce it. Kate Sith. That's how I've always said. Right? Yeah. Cat Sith. Oh, God. If they if they make it yuffy, that's going to... I'm never going to use her in my party. Yeah. I'm already She's probably gonna... never going to use her in my party. I but... thought you liked Yuffie as a character. Um, I did when I was a kid, but she's when just kind of kid, annoying. When you were a kid, she was like your favorite character. You remember that? That's because she was a secret character. And she was like a, that's true, she was secret, and she was like a cool ninja or ninja lady. Yeah. And she was really cute when you're like. Yeah, that helps. 13, 13 <laughs> years old, yeah. Um, yeah. What's the thing that I instantly lose respect for people? I don't know. I feel like if I like catch someone and lie and they don't like admit that they don't know what they're talking about, they, I lose respect for them pretty quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't know, like, just say it. Like, if you're pretending to know something, you know, that makes me lose respect for people pretty quickly. When they double down instead. Yeah, when they do. So they're like, I'm going to just double down. And, like, sometimes that works, and I don't, like, like, doubling down a lie occasionally works. And if you double down a lie and you get it past me, respect for you, because I didn't catch it. But, like, I feel like certain points, when you double down on a lie, you know that they that they are going to figure out that you're doubling down on it. And you're going to double down anyway. Like, don't do that. Like, yeah. you know, like, if it's obvious, <laughs> then maybe don't do it. Uh, uh, do you ever meet someone like that where they'll just, like, tell you lies, but they'll be so outrageous that it's too embarrassing for both of you for you to, yes, <laughs> to bring yes. it and up. And you're like, I should say something, but Ooh, it it's embarrassing really... for me to bring this up. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, if someone thinks they know something so much. This happens a lot in, like, group conversations. Like, someone's like, hey, do you know when the U.S. first won an Olympic gold in skiing or whatever? And some guy's like, oh, yeah, it was 1967. And you're like... If you, like, know for a fact, like, maybe you're an Olympic encyclopedia, and you know for a fact they are wrong. But, like, they're so excited that they know it, and they're like, I'm right, I'm the best at knowing things. And you're like, this is too embarrassing to bring up that they're dead wrong. Yeah. And everyone's excited that they know it, too, so it's like, I'll just leave it. But, like, it hurts my soul. You know? Yeah, I feel that. I very frequently don't correct people. Yeah, because like I sometimes I know people are wrong, and they're just being very loud about their wrongness, and like I can't compete with that, so I'm just like, well, I'll just leave it. Yeah, even when correcting, even when correcting someone is the right thing to do. Technically, yeah. it's usually better for me if I just let them keep going. And it always, it usually like even if you try to correct them, it usually backfires at you. Yeah, right. It's like they're like, oh, blah 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 blah, and everyone's like, oh, it's great that you know that. It's so cool. And then you're like, actually, you're wrong. It's this, and everyone's like, oh, don't correct them. Like, oh, you're really downer. You're downing the whole thing. Like, da da. It's like. 
I'm just trying to correct, use correct information. So, like, it always backfires on me. So, it's like, what's the point? Like, yeah, people don't want to know facts. They want to just feel good about them. So, do you do this? I do this sometimes. So, someone will say something wrong, and then you, like, store it as ammunition against oh, them later. Yes. So, like, you hear someone say something that's kind of wrong and maybe even, like, hurtful a little bit. Like, something they could maybe get in trouble for saying, and then you're like, ooh, I got that now. I can use this later. Let me just put this <laughs> bullet in my pocket. It's <laughs> so evil, but yes, I do do yeah. that. <laughs> I can use this one later. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right, I have a final question, and then we can end the show. Uh, Mochi Beans asks, does anyone actually like Little Caesar's Pizza? I've never eaten there. Really? You've never eaten Little Caesar's? No. Uh, it's not good. So I'm going to say no, It's no one actually likes it, but it only costs $5, so everything that only costs $5 for a whole pizza is probably good enough for yeah. the general population. Bastax, who is our sponsor today? Our sponsor today is Golden Caesars brand flatbread pizzas. When you're in the mood for really flat pizza that's also gold, pick Golden Caesars. Uh, remember when you're feeling down Frown <laughs> Just put it out there uh, Good night everyone, have a great day, drive safely Actually Bye. don't drive anywhere because it's bad. Bye Bye